Hi, I'm Garrett Hill, and you're listening to Life Students Podcast. Here we develop young leaders and guide them to their purpose. Life Students Podcast was formed out of a need for connection in a world saturated with negative content. It is our goal to create a safe place for young people to both have fun and hear the voice of God. Whether you are a member of Life Students or you just found this podcast, we hope that this encourages and empowers you to move forward with your walk with God. Hello and welcome to Life Students Podcast. Uh, we are in the middle of the uh, Dangerous Prayers series. Really awesome series. Hopefully you guys are receiving something out of it, something great out of it. Um, hopefully you're changing the way that you pray, the way that you look at prayer. And I hope that at the end of this, this really changes someone's world and changes the way that uh, you guys pray. And uh, I really hope that... Um, I just really hope that you guys get something great out of it. I know I'm getting something really cool out of it. I, I noticed that I pray a little bit differently. Um, I've been praying a little bit more on purpose uh, in my own in my own prayer life and everything. Um, so anyways, um, we'll go ahead and dive on into it. So today we're today's topic is about search me. So last week was uh, your will be done, and this week is going to be search me. And that's a difficult one because a lot of times we have our deep, dark corners, and we don't want anybody to know about those deep, dark corners. But when we say the prayers search me, then that deep, dark corner gets a lot of light shed on it, you know. Um, so do you dare to pray? in a way you've never prayed before? Well, with all your heart, soul, mind, and the full extent of your being, what would happen to your life? What would happen in your life and the lives of those around you if you started praying dangerous prayers? Do you dare to find out? King Saul falsely accused David of treason and sent his full forces after David in repeated attempts to take his life. With all his heart, David wanted to please God. He fought against his anger in, in order to protect and show honor to the king. Yet knowing that his motives weren't always perfect, David surrendered his heart before God and prayed one of the most vulnerable, transparent, and dangerous prayers you'll ever hear. Wanting to honor God in every aspect of his being, David prayed, Search me, God. And know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. That is Psalms chapter 139, verse 23 through 24. Not only is this prayer difficult to pray, but it is even more challenging to apply and, and live out. Because if you have the courage to pray it, then you'll need to exercise the courage to live what God shows you in reply. So don't pray it if you don't mean it. Be forewarned. This prayer has, a, has the potential to convict you, to correct you, to redirect your life, to change the way you see yourself, to change 
how others see you. So we're going to break down this scripture. And this is what this is what we're going to do. And this is what we're this is what we're going to do in this podcast in this episode. First, firstly, he opens up, he says, search me, God. You know, that's that's a dangerous prayer in itself. Three, three words in a sentence is a dangerous prayer right there. Search me, you know, I've when I started praying this prayer, I really started um, getting convicted about some of the things that I would say, because when you say search me, God, you know, he's going to do what you pray because, you know, because prayer works and he listens to the prayers that you pray. So firstly, he's going to point out the things that you're doing wrong in your life that you may not even know that you're doing wrong. But he's going to point out those things and he's going to say, hey, you got to stop doing this. You know, you've got to stop saying this this stuff. He might even say, hey, you got to quit hanging out with that dude or that that girl because yet that ain't no that ain't no good for you. You know, they're you're no longer the influence on them. They're the influence on you and they're influencing you negatively. You know, God's God's got a way of pulling us. If if we pray this prayer. God's got to God's going to tell us straight up, you know, hey, you got to stop. You know, hey, you can't do that no more. And it's not because, you know, we're being punished for for no reason, but you're the one that prayed the prayer, search me. You know, and if if you've got I I know I rag on on social media and Snapchat and all that stuff, but if you've got something to hide and you pray that prayer, search me, God's going to find it. He know he already knows. And when you say search me, God's going to find it and point it out to you and say, "Hey, this is a problem." You know, "Hey, I need you to stop spending so much time on Instagram and so much time on Facebook and all the other social media platforms on YouTube, on your video games, on everything else. You need to stop spending so much time on that and I need you to spend time with me." He might ask you to give up something. He might ask you to do other things like that. But if you pray this prayer, you've got to know that I am going to, that he's going to convict you of something. So it says, search me, God, and know my heart. When when you say, know my heart, okay, so like everybody's like, you know, your mind, the mind is uh, the devil's playground stuff like that and your heart is this real sweet area and everything but your mind and your heart are the same thing you know it's literally the same thing and that one muscle will destroy you because your heart will hurt for other things in the world uh stuff like that but we got to make sure that we are in the same heartbeat in the same rhythm of of god you know, I pray this prayer all the time. Like God put me in the same, put sync, synchronize my heartbeat with the heartbeat of the church. Synchronize my heartbeat with your heartbeat. And whenever, uh, when, whenever somebody backslides, I want to hurt like you hurt. Or whenever, when somebody leaves you, I want to hurt like you hurt. I want to hurt like you hurt for the lost in this world. And that would drive you to be a more, to be a better soul winner. That would drive you to, not waste time with those those people, those unsaved friends that you have. That won't waste time with you saying, hey, this Friday night we've got something going on. Why don't you come be a part of it? 
you know, hey, we've got a game night. Why don't you come to the game night? Why don't you hang out? You don't have to say, hey, can you come pray through at my church? Because they're going to be like, no, you weirdo, what are you doing? <laughs> they're bring, just get them, get them close. Let them be influenced. Don't be the in. You've got to be the influence. Don't let them influence you. You've got to be the influence. And once they get influenced, they're going to want to be there. They're going to feel that. They're they're going to feel that drawing. They're going to feel that that thing that's tugging at their heart, telling them, "Hey, you got to be there." You know, you've got to start coming there. You know, God God's got a way of pulling people. But know my heart. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me. Now, this is a big one. People get tested all the time. I get tested all the time. You know, temptation itself is a test. Temptation itself is not a sin. You know, you're not in sin if you're tempted. You know, that's that's just a normal thing. People people get tempted. You know, I... I get tempted. You know, everyone gets tempted. Bishop gets tempted. Um, Lee Stone King gets tempted. Uh, Brother Bernard gets tempted. Everybody gets tempted. I don't care who you are. Even Jesus was tempted, and he never sinned. You know, we've got we've got a choice when we get tempted. We get it. We've got a choice whenever sin starts coming our way and sin starts trying to tug at our heart. We've got a choice to make. And whenever we get tested, we've got a choice to make. You know, are we going to serve God or are we going to fall away and like fall down and fall out, you know, because um, we lost our job or uh, a family member died or, or something like that, you know, or God took something away from us. Do you not remember Job where he literally lost everything that he had? He lost his family. He lost his house. He lost his livestock. He lost everything that he worked all his life for. And he was tempted to give up on God. But God had faith in him. So that's why he allowed all that to happen. You know, it's not the big bad devil that does all this. It's God testing you sometimes. You know, it's not always the devil just out to get you. You know, he's got to go get permission from God to even mess with you. And guess what? God allows it. If you're being tested, it's because, or if you're being tempted or something's happening in your world, it's because God allowed it. If he didn't allow it, it wouldn't happen. So it's not the big bad devil just on the loose with his with his bad dudes on a motorcycle riding around and he's like, ooh, let's go pick on this kid right here. You know, he has to write your name down, go to God and say, hey, can I do this? And God's going to be like, yeah, you can. Or he, may, he might say, no. You know what? If it happens to you, come out on top. Don't come out underneath. Don't come out worse than you were. Come out better than you were. And if you do mess up and if you do slip up, learn from it. Because there's, there's always a lesson to be learned. If you're... In the fight of your life, if you're in the trial of your life, there's a lesson to be learned. Otherwise, you would not be there. Everything that happens to us on the daily is that there's a lesson to be learned. So, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. 
God knows that we're worried. God knows that we're anxious sometimes. You know, this ever increasingly, this ever increasing, okay, I'm trying to be eloquent, you know, but everybody gets, it seems like everyone's starting to get more anxious and more, um, uh, depressed and all, all these things. And it's just that time, you know, we, we worry, we as human beings, we worry about things like we worry about, uh, some people worry about where their next meal come, is coming from. Some people worry about when they're going to get another job, because I know during, during this COVID season, a lot of people lost their jobs, which a lot of people got unemployment, but some of those people couldn't even get unemployment because, um, I don't know, they just couldn't get it. So some people didn't get the chance to get all that, but, and, and they're anxious, you know, so they have to rely on God and I'll tell you exactly why I'm kind of dipping off, but it's kind of a, uh, reason that uh, anyway, you know how they talk about like third world countries. They're always like, you know, this person had their, was born deformed and had no arm or a hand or anything. And they grew a hand or grew an arm and a hand and stuff in one night in a, in a prayer or someone was born blind and that blind was, they received their sight again, or they're born deaf or dumb or something like that. And they were able to speak and they were able to hear and people that were born, uh, or they, they became paralyzed. They're no longer paralyzed before. The reason that stuff happens over there is because they're desperate. That's because they're not worried about if he's going to do it because they, they know if they don't, if he doesn't do it, well, I'm used to it anyways. You know, God doesn't, he, he's not, he's not promising you to do that. If, if he didn't want to, he didn't have to give Job double the stuff that he had before he got, went through that test. He didn't have to do that, but God wanted to. You know, we're not promised, we're not promised the big blessing after a test. We're not promised the big show out, the big lottery after a test, but God does it anyways, because he loves us and he cares about us. But we don't have to worry if we've got God. You know, the Israelites, they worried constantly after they left Egypt they they always they're always like well if we were back in Egypt we would have security you know if we were back in Egypt we would have food we'd have water we'd have a house to live in they didn't have it that bad I mean yeah they got whipped and they were building the pyramid out of these giant bricks and all this stuff but really though they had security when you give your life to God and everything you lose that sense of security because sometimes God asks you to do things that's a little uncomfortable. And that makes it easy for you to get get anxious because you're like, man, I don't know where the next thing's coming from. I don't know where the next blessing's coming from. I don't know where this is coming from. So you're worried about this and that and that over there. But if we put our trust in God and we say, search me, God, know my heart, test me and know my anxious thoughts, God's going to take care of us. He's not going to leave you alone. You know, he knows what he's doing. He knows why he puts you where he puts you. 
He knows why he's given you those thoughts. Because he, he's drawing you close to him. And he wants you to pray about it. Not worry about it. We don't need to be worrying about certain things. We need to be praying about certain things. And that's how we get dangerous. That's why. That's how we get dangerous against the devil. You know, the devil worries whenever he set. The devil gets anxious whenever we stop being anxious. Think about that. The more we pray about it instead of worry about it, the more the devil worries about it. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, hold up. I'm going to quit messing with this dude. Or that he, he's going to come back and mess with you later on. But that's part of the testing thing. You know, test my faith. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me. Am I blessing the kingdom? Am I doing all that I can for you? If not, move me and lead me in the way everlasting. That's one of my biggest prayers that I pray. If I'm not blessing the kingdom, push me in the direction where I need to go so that I can be ble- so I can be a blessing to the kingdom because I want to I live on this earth, but I'm not of this earth. I am I have a heavenly place and a heavenly father that I am here working for. You know, what's the what's the ultimate or what's the uh, ultimate calling? What is what is everyone's calling? It's to outreach. We need to be out we need to be reaching out to our friends, our family, our neighbors, people that you meet at the restaurant, your waiter, your waitress, people you walk by in the bread aisle at Walmart. You know, they need God. This isn't us for no more. This is, we need to grab everybody we can before the end, you know, because there's a hell and there's a heaven. And if you ain't going to heaven, well, you're going to hell. And it's sad to say that, but that's more motivation for us to reach out and grab as many people as we can. We need to be reaching out. If there is any offense, if there is any offensive way in me, Sometimes we mess up. Sometimes we don't exactly know, you know, when we messed up. We 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 just say something and and all of a sudden, boom, you know, you messed up, but you might not have even seen it. I pray that I pray that prayer all the time like, God, I'm sorry, you know, if I did something today and I didn't even realize it, I want you to not only do I want you to forgive me for it, but I also want you to point it out to me so that I don't do it again. You know, you might slip up and say something here and there. You might do something uh, that you you regret doing and you don't even realize that you did it. I don't want to be offensive to, to the kingdom. I don't want to be a hindrance to the kingdom of God. I want to be an everlasting blessing to the kingdom of God, to this church, to my home church, to my pastor, to this congregation. I want to be able to bless these people. I want to be able to do my part. For the kingdom of God, because you listening to this podcast, whoever you are, wherever you are, what your, whatever your age is, whatever your demographic is, whatever the color of your skin is, whatever your gender, whatever 
whatever hand you were dealt in life, you have a purpose in the kingdom of God. You've got a part to play for his kingdom. You might you might just be the keeper of the fort, just like Pastor Ben was preaching. You might be one of those people that is just a good saint, but we need good saints. You don't have to be the next Lee Stone King. You don't have to be the next uh, uh, Winston Taylor Fish that's preaching across the nation. You don't have to be a missionary to Africa. You don't have to live in a hut in Africa. But God might call you to do those things. Wow, I'm way off topic. <laughs> so see if there's any offense, offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. There's there's a prayer prayer that I tell my young people to pray all the time. And if if you're listening to this, you you know what I'm talking about. Everybody has a front and a back part of their body, you know. Um, you have a part of your body that is literally called your back, you know. So our bodies, we can walk backwards. It's a little bit more difficult than it is to walk forwards. Uh, we can run backwards, uh, but it's a lot easier to trip and fall if we run backwards. If we walk forwards or run forwards, it's a whole lot easier than walking backwards or running backwards. Um, if you don't believe me, go out there and try it right now. Uh <laughs> If you do, take a video because it's going to be awesome. Um, but I pray these specific prayers, and I probably told you this in the last podcast, but hey, I'm just repeating myself because it's important, and I believe it, So, and I pray it. So, um, But I always pray this. Point my feet in the direction of where I need to go because your feet are pointing forwards. They're not pointing backwards. Point my feet in the direction where I need to be going. You know, what part do I play in this life? What part do I play in this world? You know, what part do I play in blessing your kingdom and doing my part for this world, for doing my part for this church? Point my feet, God, in the direction where I need to be going. Point me, God, in the direction where I need to be going. I want you guys to remember this. Remember this scripture. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Psalms chapter 139 verse 23 and 24. Well, that's all we have for today's podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, make sure that you pray this scripture. It is an awesome scripture. Um, I'm going to be praying it the next little bit. Um, it, and, and again, if you didn't catch it, it's Psalms chapter 139, verse 23 through 24. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in this week. Make sure that you share this with somebody that needs it. Um, and be praying, you know, and be stay and stay tuned for what's coming up next. I'm really excited about this series and I'm really excited about the next series and I'm already start, I'm already starting to work on it. And, uh, yeah. So anyway, love you guys. And we'll be talking to you the next time.